The hallucination started about a month after returning from the island. And between the insomnia and the memories, that was the last thing I needed. It was one of the worst stretches of my life before I got that under control. The sessions with Inez, combined with these meds Andrew helped me find, seemed to have been helping. But is it enough? How can I trust myself to not zone out on missions from lack of sleep? Or from falling asleep and having one of these visions in front of the team? I hate having to relive that day. December 30th, 2011. I've lost track of how many times this has happened. The meds were supposed to make it go away. To make it so I could get some sleep. To get back to some semblance of normal. And now, the more I think about it, this time, it should seem worse somehow. Maybe it's because I'm back in Afghanistan. Back where it all started. You know... A few years ago, I would have told you I didn't believe in ghosts, but I can see the ghosts of my past here, and I can tell Rooster does as well. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night. Just look in their eyes, oh, don't put up a fight. They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel. Beware of the ravens or you'll be there next me. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were in Ellis's room looking about and looking for things in the missing CIA's bunk. Through a little bit of detective work, thanks Sherlock, the agents found on the ground written in blood and illuminated with luminol, they found some very ominous words. They found the words Kaligati written in blood, but washed away with bleach. But also, death awakens the sleeper. You know, that's going to leave the agents here with a great feeling in the pit of their stomachs. They still have a few other items in the room that they're going to look after and find out where this missing Alice went. Well, looking down at the words, one of the first things that Rowan is going to do is pull out her phone and have someone hold the black light still while she takes a picture of the scene in front of them, just to make sure that we have a record of this. Give me a luck roll. Okay. 45. Okay, good. Your phone turns on, activates. Oh boy, we're back in Idaho. (laughs) take a picture of the scene in front of us and then stick the phone back in my pocket and look around again and be like well i don't know what that means anyone have any ideas i don't i never come across that in my time here rooster don't look familiar Uh, i'm just praying it's death wish coffee waking me up in the morning I know it's not, but let me have this, at least for a second. Love your optimism. Well, at least it's not Kali Murray. What's... Oh, god damn it, that's my kind of joke. I'm... Uh... Wow, uh, yeah. That, well, well done there, River. Can you tell how much I hate this whole situation right now? Yes. Um, 
no, I can I can understand that you are not happy about the situation, but let's try to stay focused. I wasn't the one making seafood jokes. I know. That's what worries me. You usually are the one making those sorts of jokes. Blink. Blink. Can we go shoot something and go home now? Nope. We don't know what we're shooting at yet. Uh, where did that key go? I want to see what our Mr. Ellis has in a state secret envelope, because there's no way that's not important. Um, I'm going to go stand by the door while all y'all commit treasonable offenses. Because I'm in on it, obviously, but I just don't want anybody else walking in. That's fair. Snag the key and put the envelope or... It's it's like a satchel? What is this? How big is this thing? It is the size of a typical elementary school kid's backpack. It's pretty hefty. It can carry up to 75 pounds safely. It can carry 150 pounds if it were considered to be small. It is around the same dimension. So it's about two foot by 18 inches and about eight inches deep. It has a heavy duty uh, zipper on it. It does have a shoulder piece. It's made of very heavy duty canvas. A shoulder piece meaning like a shoulder strap. It's fireproof and bulletproof. Okay. I will take the responsibility for opening this particular thing. Everyone's embedding, but I'll, I'll be the one to take the fall for it if necessary. Take the key, unlock it, and unzip it carefully. So on top, you see that there is a small spiral bound notebook, maybe five by seven, and it's charred. Looks like somebody tried to light it on fire, but was unsuccessful. Beneath that, you see a laptop. Are you going to pull these items out or are you just peering inside? I'm going to get a sense for what's inside that I can see first before I start pulling things out. Okay. There's also a couple more small bottles in here. Some of them are mouthwash. And then there's two other bottles, which are kind of toward the bottom. They're filled with another liquid and some spent nine millimeter shells and a gun cleaning kit. All right. I'm going to carefully start disassembling the pieces that are inside. I'm going to take out the notebook first and hand that to River. Carefully start lifting the bottles out and lining them up on the desk so that we can get a look at them. Does the laptop have a charger? The laptop does have a charger, but upon reviewing the laptop as you pull it out, the charger probably won't do you any good, as it looks as though that there have been uh, quite a few 9mm rounds discharged into the laptop itself. How much you want to bet ballistics would show those shells match the bullets inside the laptop? Probably. It seems very likely. Right, I'll have a look at this and see if there's absolutely anything salvageable. Rooster, there's gun cleaning stuff. Can you have a look at this? Yeah. This is way outside of my... No, I'll take a look, but there are laptops made for the field that can be shot and still used and salvaged. Is it one of those kinds? Or is this something civilian market? It's a government issue. It is a. It has one of the rough cases on it. But when you fire directly in it, directly into the laptop casing, it does tend to give way to the power of the bullet. And there's been quite a few. It does look as though it's been destroyed, but you might be able to get something out of it. Yeah. 
That's that's going to be on on my end of things. I'm going to try to disassemble and just see what I can recover. You do see that the bottles, a couple of them are filled and there is a clear liquid within the mouthwash bottles. But then there's also two smaller glass bottles of food dye, one green, one blue. So you found his way how he colored his hooch to hide his hooch in a country that is dry. Just an odd thing to put into a state secrets bag unless, I mean, I guess he really wanted to keep it hidden, but there's also the boxes of the mouthwash. So it seems odd that these bottles of mouthwash are in here. Uh, River Action, Probably haven't been put together yet. Haven't put the dye in these bottles yet. Maybe. Also, there's a difference between getting caught with something and getting caught with making something. Regardless, River, would, would would you have a look at these? You're the one with the, the chemistry knowledge that's significantly better than mine. And you said there was a notebook? Yeah. I'll have to take it back to our rooms for that. Yeah, I think we're going to want to take the stuff back to our rooms anyway, because anything that I have for computer kit stuff is in my room. We'll want to do it discreetly, though. Be interesting to know how many people at this base know what's in this in these bottles. Well, Ellis's friends are a good guess, as for people who might know. Graham and... I forgot the other fellow's name. Brian. Yeah, that's probably why they're friends. Uh, it's a good reason to, you know, be friends with the person who's the supplier out here. That's what Ortega said about the Space Force, guys. Alright, how... Uh, let's make one more look around, and if we're good, Rowan River, why don't you take those up to the room, see if you can't figure something out, and I need to check out the, go back to the hospital wing and find out about, they brought someone back from, was it the Black Valley? Find out what's going on with him. Well, hold on, before we go, one last question. Kali Gotti, does that sound like anything I've run into in the past, in my experience in Afghanistan? You don't recall it in your in your experience. Give me a Pashto roll to see if you know the letter, know the words. Uh, that would be a hell no, but not a critical hell no. fail. So, okay, so a hell no is what out of what? 79 out of 10. Yeah, that's a hell no. As I said. I concur. I'll check to see if I have a internet connection. Give me a luck roll. Is there Wi-Fi on the base? 22. Ooh. Yes, you have an internet connection. And um, yes, Agent Rory, there is a Wi-Fi connection. You do have to request access. All right, I think we should do that soon. Well, just keep in mind that anything that passes through that internet connection is going to be monitored. So I'm, yeah, familiar. So only porn. Got it. (sighs) I mean, I always advise internet safety, but even more so in this case. So I will look up Kaligati. It means Black Valley. Oh, good. Can we go home now? Oh, like the Black Valley file and the and the guy who got hurt at Black Valley and sounds about right. I'm assuming that's not a coincidence. This falls under too coincidental to be coincidence. Coinky dinks and shit. Yep. Yep. All right, well then, I think that that's going to be our best course of action. River and I work on doing some of the deep dives into this stuff. Rory, it sounds like this Black Valley is going to be very important. 
So we'll we'll want to find out what we can about that, including it sounds like that's where we're going to be going. So if there's any way to find someone who can help us get out there, preferably someone who can also translate, because I do not speak the, the language. Yeah, Rory, ask around about any injuries or death in, in the well, past few weeks, I guess. Yeah. We, it, it would be good to see if we can figure out whose blood this is. It's a good question. Yeah, I'll definitely look in to see if that soldier's still at the medical bay or what his condition he's in. Find out some more from the doctor there. Rooster, you're welcome to come with, or if you've got other stuff you need to do, you could always look into getting us a guide. I mean, I got this gun kit, but it looks like a gun cleaning kit. Unless, do I notice anything weird about it? Or anything? No. It's a, yeah. It's actually government issued. Rowan, you you have one of these as well at home. It's just an odd thing to have in a state secret bag. This is the kind of bag that you only use for putting things that you really, really, really do not want other people to touch because it is a felony to open these. I look out the window. Eh, not the worst felony we've committed so far. Well, nobody tell the FBI. Ha, ha, ha. We're a little outside of my usual jurisdiction. Anyway. Did we find a gun anywhere? No. He probably took it with him when he went walkabout. Um, I use the term dust one in this case, just for, you know, military language. Okay, well, I don't speak military. I know, that's why I'm telling you. What does dust one mean? Duty status, whereabouts unknown. It's also called going AWOL. I'm just saying, if you want to use the right terms for reports or sounding... Nope, because I am not military, and absolutely anyone who knows me will know that I am not military, and I'm not going to try to put that on, so I'm going to use the terms that I use for reports and the like. Yeah, great, okay. I'm not military, and I'm not going to pretend to be. No, no, proves me wrong for trying to be smart once in a while. I'll, I'll stick to being the dumb one. Anyway, Cappy, to answer your question, no, I'll come with. Cool. No, it's good to know that stuff, because we might be reading reports, <laughs> Useful to know. I'm just not going to use it in spin, uh, spoken language. Okay, right, uh, I get it. So yes, River, let's go ahead and schlep as much of this stuff uh, a little more covertly, perhaps, to I think my room is going to be our best base of places to sit and work on things and keep an eye on each other. Buddy system applies. The agents of RSL head their separate ways. Rowan and River head upstairs to Rowan's room carrying a bag maybe underneath their jacket and rooster and rory are heading off to the medical uh, building is that right correct we're going to tackle rowan and river first upstairs you find uh your room nice and neat just as you left it you put the laptop down and a couple uh pieces fall out from the bullet holes you're pretty sure that those were kind of vital for the operation of this thing. Yeah, River, you've got a, a burnt notebook. Only slightly burnt, slightly charred. What would you guys like to do? I guess I will start uh, carefully looking through the notebook. Okay. River, what is your forensic score? 64. What is your SIG int score? Zero. Rowan, what is your computer science score? Uh, 50. What is your SIGINT score? 
23. Okay. River, you're able to put together some of the pieces of the notebook because some of the pages were burnt and some fell out and you put things together and you notice that it's written in a little bit of a cipher. It seems like it's a fairly basic cipher, like a replacement type of alphabet, but to scan and create that alphabet to create a key, it's going to take a little bit of time. There's a few pages here. There's about, you know, 20 or 30 pages, not fully, fully written out and half of them are burnt anyway, but with a little bit of uh, elbow grease, you can go ahead and work up the cipher. Now you could try to put it into some kind of online thing, but then you are now then exposing op security by putting it through like an online cipher program. Did you want to go ahead and do that by hand? Is it all in us in the cipher? Or is there any stuff in there that's not cipher enciphered? Nope, it is all in a cipher. Okay. It looks like this is in some kind of code. Hopefully it's a simple one. And yeah, I'll start trying to do it by hand. Go ahead and give me a forensics roll. Rowan, you're looking over the pieces of the computer. You're able to pop off the back plate of the laptop kind of with ease using the tools from the gun repair kit. There's a small little screwdriver that kind of fits near perfect. You pop off the back and you do see that the motherboard and the memory have been destroyed and the wire to the hard drive has also been broken, but the hard drive looks undamaged. With the proper tools, you can possibly make a little transfer cable and transfer it to your laptop. Is that something that I would be able to jury rig with what I have? No, you're going to need the cable. Do I have anything like that or is that something that I would I think I would be able to obtain? you're probably going to need to ask for something for it. Looking at the technological status of this base, they may have that type of equipment on hand. Maybe go check out the comms person. Yeah, I think I'll make nice with that person and ask for what I need. You notice River's hyper-focused right now, almost lost in his work as he's trying to translate. I do want to peek over his shoulder to see if it looks like a cipher that I have ever seen before, before heading out. It's a replacement cipher. It's not something particularly difficult. It's just going to be a matter of figuring out what the right replacement is. It's just brute forcing it. Okay. And he's coming along swimmingly. Just he's oblivious to everything else right now. Okay. Then I will... First of all, I'm a little bit nervous about that because I remember them talking about how he dove into the book, but I'm not going to disturb him because I don't want... It's like waking a sleepwalker. His legs might fall off or something. And I'm going to take out my notebook, tear out a page, and write on it. Went to talk to the comms person looking for a transfer cable. We'll be back shortly. And leave it next to his elbow before slipping out. Rory and Rooster. You both head over to the medical building and inside you see that there are uh, about four or five folks in here and you see a uh, booker working on some paperwork looks over sees you hey hey doc how you doing i'm doing well how how's it been since i was here oh i'll check my watch hour ago looks at his paperwork it's it's i've gotten a bit more pages down than one than i was before so all right well Sometimes it just takes a while. I was actually here looking into 
a scientist who I understand was checking out the Black Valley nearby. Uh, I heard he was here. Um, that's part of the reason why, why me and my team were called in to investigate that. I'd love to just see what's going on. Is he still here? Is he... Oh, no, he's... No, he shipped back off. Uh, I think he went back to... Uh... Hey, Swifty! Somebody else calls calls back. Yeah! Where did that scientist go? Oh, he went to Damascus. Of course he did. Is it possible for me to... You're really busy. Is there someone else? Is maybe the doctor who was working on him? Maybe give me an overview. Doc Zaff was working on him. Uh, and they're not they're not here yet. They they should be coming back soon. Like next couple days. Oh, really? Um, any files I could look through? <laughs> and by I, every time he says that, he actually means we. He looks up. Oh, all right. Yeah. No, I'm I'm the hitter, but I do stuff. I'm. I'm glad you do. We don't. Puts his hands up. I'll go find you the, the. I'll see what we got. Okay. Thank you. He moves over and starts typing away at a computer. Son of a bitch. Slaps the side of it. Man, these, this place pisses me off sometimes. Oh, there we go. Here it is. Hang on. I'm, I'll print it up for you. Yeah, I was going to say, I probably, probably need the computer for your work. He hits a button and you hear the sound of a printer, you know, spit out a page just right next to where you're at. That should be everything. It's like two or three pages, not a whole lot. Okay. Uh, and how long? Well, I guess that'll be in the report. So That'll be in the report. Ooh. Uh, hang on. I got something else. He gets up and grabs a USB uh, flash drive, plugs it in, transfers a file to it, gives it to you. Um, this is some of the imaging and the x-rays that we've got from him. Oh, that's great. That'll probably help a lot, uh, especially with the notes. Yeah, I remember he was a bit... Something was something was really weird about it. I think Doc said he had some uh, some set of like early onset uh, bone cancer. Oh, wow. But I think they caught it early or something. But he, Just, uh, he was injured in Black Valley, right? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up... He, he broke his leg. And uh, he was also pretty sick, too. We think that he might have uh, had some kind of radiation poisoning or some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of ingestion of something. His stomach was all all messed up. By the time we had him stabilized and good and and they drove him out to uh, to Kabul and then uh, pretty sure they flew him out to uh, Damascus. Oh, so he's still in still in treatment. I, I think he was he was good. He was up and and walking walk, you know. Walking with a boot when when we got rid of him. Does bone cancer set in that early from radiation poisoning? I mean, it's usually like a... After, it usually spreads to bones from another cancer. It's typically how that happens. Interesting. Well, I don't want to waste any more time. I'll, I'll look through the report. Roshanar here will look, take a look through it, see if we can figure anything out. All right. Sounds good. Um, if you need anything else, you know, come on by. Hey, are you going to be on, on base for a while? Um, TBD. It'll be at least a little while. We've got a couple people that are due for some physicals. Would you be able to, since you're working with, uh, you know, with the home office and liaison with the home office, would you be able to sign off on a physical? Got a couple physicals? Uh, depending on what it is, I could probably work that out. We can do them tomorrow. I can round up the folks to do it because we need it. We need an actual doc. We need an MD or a DO. 
Right. Yeah, that should be fine. I'll double check with my lead. Okay. He looks down at his watch. Uh, 0600 tomorrow? Uh, sure. If it doesn't work out, I will swing by. All right. I appreciate it. So what are we looking for in here? Uh, I'm basically trying to figure out what condition he was brought in under, if it was something that started before he went in or started while he was there, like what treatments they did, just kind of the whole, usually they're pretty good with their, well, depending on who is taking the notes, they're pretty good about, they've got subjective, objective assessment plan usually. The intake and the medical notes are well documented. They're abbreviated, but documented. No real prior medical history that was listed was complaining of upset stomach. Doc thought it might be due to the shock due to the broken ankle. Ankle only had a couple fractures um, in some of the smaller bones. The treatment for that was a walking boot and immobilization. Also with that, it looks as though that there is some bone deterioration on some of the tarsals, metatarsals, tibia, and fibula. So... I failed high school anatomy. Well, most of it at least. You know what I'm talking about. Um, what does this mean exactly here that I'm looking at? So it looks like he broke his ankle at some point during there. And I don't really understand, but the in his foot bones and his lower leg bones, looks like there was some deterioration, which is not something that just happens. So my guess based on what i'm seeing here is some sort of exposure to something and maybe radiation i don't know but if we do end up over that way which i'm sure we will yeah we're gonna want to be prepared for that so i'm not saying it's the same thing because it's probably not at least i hope it's not but does this feel like kind of look it's around like montana to you no 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 not the same thing but like you got someone who suddenly has an advanced thing that should take a while to build up, and suddenly there's something wrong with his stomach. I mean, in in that respect, that in that it yeah. is a person that went that was at a place not here, like where we're investigating, that came in across something, and that was sick. That's similar, sure. Yeah, that. But it is different disease states this doesn't look like it's infectious yes i'm doing some physicals tomorrow so i'll see if anything pops up then but i don't think that it's in fact i don't think it's an infection like the last one was yeah no i'm not i'm not saying that i'm just saying like yeah it seems like a lot of stuff's kind of repeating in weird ways like sure we walk in and then here's a dead guy and there's a weird creepy message and now we have to go find what happened to him somewhere and i don't know i'm not saying it's anything i'm just saying it's i don't know reruns that is too coincidental to be a coincidence yeah quinky dinks and shit i get it um i mean part of that is just that's what we send up for yeah. i guess it's a weird way of putting it. This isn't like last couple things we've done that you've done. I don't think this is cult related. This is just weird shit. Yeah. This is the point. I mean, whether this is aliens, whether this is some corporation messing with something, I don't know. All we can do is see what we can find out. So can we find out anything else besides physicals? 
I mean, I am curious, and I'll look back through the report too. Do you is there any like psych evaluation of him? Was he how was he how was he when he came back? Was he just like, oh, it's in pain? He was in pain and upset stomach was the thing. He did not show any vomit or anything along those lines. Stomach was in knots. They prescribed and treated him with some anti-nausea and some other basic meds, and it went away shortly thereafter. Noted he had a discoloration on some mucous membranes, notably the mouth area and inside the ears, were very dark purple, but they faded after a day or two. The ankle was swollen and very discolored. Apparently, Dr. Zaff has a a gift for words because he said it was the color of expensive amethyst. That's not typical for just a broken bone. It's a broken bone and bruise, but it's not that bright. Yeah, it it was dark. I mean, maybe not the bone, but good bruise, sure. Out of character, did I meet Dr. Zaff or did I just meet Booker before? No, you did not meet Dr. Zaff. Dr. Zaff's not on base at the moment. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like, that's weird. He was here an hour ago. Now he's not. Okay, so we didn't meet him. Also out of character, did we catch this person's name? The scientist? Uh, His name is Fadi. Dr. Ishmael Fadi. I guess, yeah, I would assume that would be on the report, huh? I am curious what they found on these x-rays. That'll be interesting. Once we get back up to our laptops, I'll take a look at that. Can't we just look at him here? Are we Uh, allowed to take it back? Well, he gave you he gave you the thumb drive with the images. Yeah. So they're on this and hold of the thumb drive. So we don't need to look it up here, but I suppose we could if we wanted to. Before we head back, I guess we could look into finding an interpreter. I'm assuming we're gonna have to go out there. Yeah. I mean, I could say let's not until we know we have to, but we know we're have gonna have to go out there yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Could go ask the boss. About someone we could take as an interpreter. Oh, you meant the boss, not Rowan. You meant the the head of the. No, that's glasses. I I meant buyers. Got it. Um, sure. Let's do that. All right. As you head out of the medical building, you see Agent Rowan walking toward the administrative office as well. I'll yell out, uh, Rowan. I'll turn a little bit. Oh, hey. Yeah, we were actually heading over that way, too. Maybe hoping to get a jump on the finding an interpreter. But if you're headed that way, maybe I'll leave you two to it. And I got some extras I want to check out. Sure. I'm I'm actually heading over to the comms guy to try and get a transfer cable for something that I found. I say choosing my words carefully out in public. Fun. Hmm. Well... I'm basically not much help with the medical stuff, so I'll follow you, I guess. All right. Well, then let's swing through and you can talk to someone about an interpreter, your actual Breckenridge. They might listen to you a little bit better and then go and uh, chat up the comms guy. Oh, before I head up, they need my help in the morning with signing off on some physicals. I told them that would be fine. Figured I'd double check with you. Should be. Um, what all does that entail for your side of things? Because we basically might... just signing some paperwork since I did to the physicals and doing a brief overview, nothing in depth. Be early, early. Like it started like 0600. Okay. Um, that should be fine. 
I can't imagine that we'll be leaving before that, even if we do leave tomorrow. But definitely try to keep it brief if you can. Yeah, and if there's anything else going on here, it's a good way to see what's going on with the rest of the people here. I'll ask you about that later when I find out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll touch base back in my room in a bit. Sounds good. All right. Come on, Rooster. Let's go chat with people. Rory, are you heading to your room or are you going to the office, if you will, which is Rowan's room? My laptop is in my room, so I might... I had heard Rowan earlier say that they were both going to her room. So I will go to my room, grab my laptop, and then go to Rowan's room. Rowan, did you leave the door unlocked? Like, open? No, but I would have passed Rory the key and been like, you know, this shouldn't take long wait for me to come back before you vanish off somewhere else. But I I, I would have locked the door because I am paranoid enough that I don't want someone walking in on River while he's doing what he's doing. Rory, you badge open the door. It beeps as you walk in. This is after I've gotten my laptop. Yes. River, make me a sanity roll. 94. Rory, you open the door, close the door, and River is focused on a notepad. And it looks like he's already written maybe six or seven pages. Of translations? Translations. He has not acknowledged you. Uh, I'm going to set my laptop down on the bed or desk. I guess the bed. I will walk over slowly toward River and kind of try to carry my feet a little bit so he maybe hears me and then tap on the shoulder like, hey, how's it going? His hand reaches up and brushes your finger off of him. Uh, I'm going to look down at what he's writing. He slams his hand down on top of the pages and still continues to write on the on the other page. Can I take the stuff? His hand's on top of it. You're going to try to tug it from underneath his hand? Is there, there has he had two, he's like got the notebook and then a piece of paper? He's got the notebook in fr- opened in front of him. He's writing on a piece of notepad on his right, and he has the translated pages on his left that are currently being covered by his hand. I want to take something from him, like either the original notebook or his translation to get kind of get his attention. Okay. Which one do you want to take, the notebook or his translation? If there's one, that, which one is he not? Is he having a hand on both? No, his hand is just on the translations that he's already had. I will take the book, the original. What does River do? He looks around, sees the note that Rowan left, and starts encrypting that. So you see he grabs Rowan's note and starts to write it out in the in the cipher, ignoring you. Okay. Um, can I glance at the notebook, see what's up? You look at the notebook, it's just it's a cipher. It's written in an encrypted uh, encrypted letters, it's normal alphabet. Can I do a second roll to see what I know about it? Sure. It's a low skill, but you never know. Uh, no. 50 out of 13. What's your forensics? Zero. Yeah. No. Whatever it is, River seems to have a pretty good handle on it. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. I'm going to kind of put my hand on his shoulder again and River a little louder. Doc, give me a psychotherapy roll. Let's see if you can get the intonation of your voice right to break through. That is a 48 out of 61. You say his name a couple times. River, you kind of come to hearing Rory's voice from very, very far away. You look down. The book that you're translating from is gone. 
Um, and you've got new notes and looks like you've translated maybe seven or eight pages already. And you were working on another one, but now you're working on something else. You don't remember any of it. Good. Welcome back. Oh, hey, Rory. Where's Rowan? Uh, she went to go find a cable of some sort and I came up with, uh, I've got a USB and need to look, look at some files. You okay? Yeah. What? Okay. Where'd that book go? Got it right here. Um, you were kind of, you were pretty hyper-focused there. Does that happen often? I know this is kind of, sounds like maybe what happened with the book, but has this happened since then? What do you mean by hyper-focused? I've been in here for like five minutes. I've been trying to get your attention. You brushed my hand off your shoulder. I was trying to get look at your translations. You covered up with your hands. Right. Um, I'll, I'll give my uh, translation to him. Does this make any sense to you? I'll look at it. It looks like it's a person's diary. At quick glance, Ellis was very disturbed and depressed. Reading it because it's pretty small lettering and writing. It'll take you take you a bit to get through it. But yeah, you get that he was suffering from alcoholism. There's ruminations about his wife leaving him, um, not seeing his son, depressed and suicidal thoughts. But then there's also mentions of Kaligati and a couple other things. Okay, so it's a diary. He was definitely not in the good place. I don't know. Here, I'll hand it back to River and see. let him look at it. I don't know if we need to translate more. I, I mean, I guess we should, but what's the key? Did you figure out what the key was? Can I write down the key? Yeah, you could write down the key. You had it memorized. Okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll write it down on the notepad. Okay. So maybe let's take a little break from this. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the important stuff is probably it's a diary, so... More recent stuff is going to be at the end. Yeah. Either skip to the end or take a break and come back. I guess, uh, yeah, I'll take a break. You can work on okay. it if you want. Uh, I think I'll maybe wait a little bit. Why don't you just have some water, take a little break. I'm going to open up my laptop, look at these x-rays. All right, water. Um, hang on. He's going to go to the sink and get a sample of water. And I'm going to take it back to my room where my kid is and do a basic toxin check. Okay. So he walks by with a cup of water, walks out the door, leaving you in the room alone, Rory. Okay. Um, I'll finish turning on my laptop and plug in the USB. Give me a luck roll. Uh, 54. Okay. It boots up. Yes, I know luck is normally a 50-50 shot, but there are advantages and disadvantages in this location. You're able to pull up the images and there's a repeat of the doctor's medical file there as well. And you also see the imaging that they had. Uh, they took a couple images of it and it's pretty close and pretty detailed. Is it of the foot of the whole body or? It's of the foot. It's of the left leg and left foot, the one that was broken. So do I see the signs of bone deterioration? Yes. It looks as though that the bone itself is very porous at points. So does it look more like bone mets, like metastases, like tumors? Or does it look more like arthritis? It does not look as though that it's arthritis, but it does look as though that it is some kind of 
you would chalk it up to a bone cancer. It looks like there are fissures in the bone itself. And as far as I know, he didn't have any other signs of cancer. Correct. And there is a clear start and stop delineation of where it starts on the foot and where it ends on the the shin bone and the, the leg bone there. Okay. Almost as though that it's like a very clear stopping point. Is it like maybe it came from a, maybe he stepped on something or what? The fissures look as though that there's like tiny little worms that have burrowed through the bones. As you magnify the image, you notice that there is a pattern. Using the tools that you have on the laptop, you're able to isolate and get a little bit closer. Yes, that one wonderful enhance. You do notice that there is a pattern in the little fissures itself, almost as though that it's a script, like lettering. I am going to pull up on my phone if I have any pictures of the the vacuum sealed flush lumps. <laughs> yes. Does it look from? Does it look similar? So the flesh lumps themselves, because you still have the, you have the flesh lumps with you, but you've never actually been able to see the bones. But the bones actually are in the form of some type of characters. Okay, but on the X-rays, it looks like the holes are forming a script. Yes. Does it look like a script I'm familiar with? Is the Brahmi script that was on the deer bones? Does it look like that? You're not familiar with what the Brahmi alphabet looks like, but after a little bit of time, you're able to call up some information online and yeah, maybe with a shaky hand. Okay. Uh, I'm going to minimize that <laughs> and maybe just think about that for a little bit and I guess look up and see if anyone's come back. River, you head back to your room and you pull out your little uh, test strips and the water does not seem to have any toxins readily available. It seems though that it should be clean for you to drink with the little testings that you've done. You've poured it into the little, the little like four beakers and put the little test reagents in it and swished vigorously and it came back. Okay. All right. I'll take a drink then. It tastes like tap water. And then I'm going to get out my Geiger counter and check the area for radiation. The radiation here is slightly elevated. Not so much that's an alarming rate, but it is, and there is a higher reading here than you would beforehand. All right, well, I'll turn that off for now, but I'm gonna keep it with me and head back to Rowan's room. Rowan and Rooster, you get to the admin building. You see that Byers is working on something at his desk, looks up. Oh, three times in one day, huh? Hopefully third time's the charm. Eh, we're new. You figure we're going to need help. Yeah, somebody's got to hold your hand. Do you need anything or just getting the lay of the land? Two things, actually. So one is a piece of tech, maybe a cable of glasses. What is it? I need a transfer cable, but I, I figure your comms guy will be the, the right person to ask about that to get. Oh, yeah. I don't know shit about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Okay, cool. The second one, we're probably going to have to leave the compound, so I was hoping maybe there was someone who could help us translate when we have to leave. All right. Um, I do have an interpreter that's that's been with us for some time. You know, got to be careful with 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 some of them. So, uh, local trained in the trained in the U.S. came back here. 
been pretty solid. You trust him? Yeah. Yeah. Been out on field with him. Um, I actually knew him in the before times when uh, I had a flag on my shoulder. All right. Well, if and probably when we have to leave, that would be much appreciated if we can uh, make use of his particular set of skills. His name's Yassim. Um, he hangs out with Harding a lot. They've got a pretty mean uh, ping pong rivalry going on. Cool. I'll let them have that, but I assume that's where we'll find them is ping pong table. Yeah, it's where I would fashion a guess. Cool. All right. Yeah, that's what I had. Sounds good, Ed. Everything coming along okay? Did you need anything else? Uh, so far, I think we're doing pretty all right. Just, you know, doing the digging that we need to do, and we'll, we'll keep you abreast. All right. Sounds good. I like being kept in the know. Hey, people want to tell me stuff. I feel important. Oh, wait, it's my job. You're supposed to tell me the stuff. Well, you know. Should keep me in the know. Well, I mean, unless you wanted to not hold our hands and you don't want us to keep coming back here. No, it's all right. If you got questions, out, But you know what? Yeah, better you do that. Yeah. I mean, you you didn't give us an official hand holder, so I had to come back to the source. Do you want an official hand no. holder? It's worth asking. I mean, no, no, this is good. This is good. Sounds good. Grab a water, get something to drink. Hydrate. Remember, hydrate. Yep. I'll grab a, a water bottle. Uh, which way to, to your comms? Head down this way, out that door, quick step down, and then right across the next building over. Thank you much. I'll, I'll salute him with the water bottle and head out. You follow the directions, which is exactly that. It's down a little bit of a hallway. Door opens up. You see a building right next door because it's like a side door. And the door opened up and it says comms on the door. It is locked. Is there a buzzer or anything on the outside? There is a buzzer. Okay, I'll press the buzzer. A few moments later. Yeah, you're new. Yes, I very much am. Just arrived today. Who are you and what do you want? And if it's not important, go talk to buyers. If it is important, go talk to buyers. It's it's important, but it's a kind of important that he can't handle. It's technological. I'm Agent Redacted. I'm here as a liaison with the CIA, and I just had a quick question for you. You hear the door click. I'll open it cautiously. It opens. You see a pretty darkened room. There's fans going in here. And it's a bit warmer than the other rooms in the other buildings. As you see that there are a few racks of four servers and you see most of the light is coming from a bank of monitors. One of the few times that my eyes have actually relaxed since landing in Afghanistan. Step inside. You see a maybe, you think maybe 19, maybe 19. Blonde haired, scraggly, tall, like 6'6", six, six, maybe just a little bit over 120 pounds. Guy standing there. So, all right. So, special agent. Or no, CIA. What are you guys called? You can just call me Redacted. Hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? I'm Zucker. Nice to meet you, Zucker. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for uh, two things, actually. I need to transfer cable for a hard drive. Okay. And I have been given authority by buyers to ask for uh, security cam footage. When? Okay. Um, first one, how long do you need for a cable? I've got a couple inches. I got a couple feet. Something that's more like a foot. It's not a very long distance. I got to reach. 
he goes to a container and pulls out a few and asks you which one, and you pick the right one. Okay, I'll take it, coil it up, stick it in my pocket. Okay, now security footage. Holy shit, you're big. Looking at Rooster. Yeah, this is what happens when you work out. Dude, I work out so goddamn much. I eat so much, and I can't get swole at all. I try. What's your routine? That's okay. I'm wiry. That's not what I asked. <sighs> just, I guess, I'm just doomed. It's all right. You're young. Your metabolism is fantastic. I'm 35 years old! Well, then you look significantly younger than you are, buddy. Dude, just remember, low weight, high reps if you want strength. High weight, low reps if you want bulk. Okay. All right, so when when do you want the... the what kind of security footage do you want? Uh, I'm looking for when... Uh, I don't know how much you know about what goes on in the rest of the area, but a fella named Ellis went uh, walking off into the desert. Fucking Bo Bergdahl style. Right? Thank you. Somebody actually knows what I'm talking about for once. It's going to be a shit show, but you know what the nice part is, is we don't have to go look for him. He walked off. Bye. You know, hopefully he comes no, back. I wasn't even in country when that happened, and I never heard the fucking end of that shit. Yeah, well, that's just how that one goes, right? You know, they made a fucking podcast trying to defend that guy. Yeah, I do. But that's all right. We're not going to stress that. But uh, all right. The the yeah, I got I can get some footage. Hang on. Let me let me go find it. And he sits down in his chair and like leans back. And as he does, he kind of looks like he's in a cockpit, you know, with the world out in front of him. And he starts cycling through files. Here we go. And this is what we got. And he pushes play. You see an image of a man walking out one of the side entrances for a grand total of 20 seconds. You know what? That is the least interesting and least horrifying security footage we have ever seen. Kind of looks at you and, and raises an eyebrow. CIA. See a lot of really weird shit. Let's just leave it at that. I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Puts his hands up. I don't want that, and I believe you. Good. And he points at the clock, and it's 22.58. 11 p.m. I can read it. Thank you. Would you be willing to copy this footage for me, along with, say, about 10 minutes before and after? I don't have 10 minutes after because we had a system reboot due to the electrical bullshit that happens here at Camp Fucked. Fair enough. As much afterwards as you can get, then. Yeah, I can do that. You have anything on the other side of the gate, you know, around the same time or anything about where he's coming from inside? Funny you mention that. Here's that. And you see that it is distorted. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. I'll give you that, too. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind, just say about that five-minute segment from every camera that you uh, can give me access to inside of the base. Well, I can give you access to all the cameras inside the base. I would really love that. Wait, all the cameras? Oh, hey. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, don't tell anybody. I gave you this, though. Tell anybody what? I like this yeah, guy. that's right. He copies a bunch of files to a flash drive and hands it back to you. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, redacted and redacted. What do you guys... 
You guys are here for Ellis? Yep, trying to figure out what made him go walkabout. Yeah. Any ideas? Yeah, he was a weird, crazy fucker. Probably one one go get himself killed. Uh, I mean, besides that, what kind of crazy? I mean, that isn't... He's been here for a long time. Has not been home. That kind. But you know what? One of the only people I know that had vodka. Shit. Shit. Man, I guess I'm just have to drink cranberry juice straight now. <laughs> Rooster visibly shudders. Yeah, definitely one of the uh, one of the side effects of all this. Um, was he known as was he known as a supplier around the base? And do you know where he got that stuff from? Did he make it? No, he didn't make it. He wasn't okay. He was a smart guy. He had connection to new people all over. I mean, he he always was able to to show up. I mean, granted, it was funky colored, but if it's blue curacao, but you had vodka, you know, it's still good for me, right? Does the job, right? Right. I mean, especially since we're here. Sure. How long have you been here? On this base? Uh, looks over at a notepad. I am currently working on 23 months and 13 days. Do y'all not get sent home? Well, I have gone home. Ah. I mean, I thought you meant how long. Oh, since his last trip? I've been... I think last time I went home was uh, Christmas. I got I got holiday break. Yeah, it's not too bad. Just a few months ago. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's better than being stuck over here in a different type of uh, situation. Still sucks, but you know, at least I'm getting paid a great deal more. Yeah, sucks with a good paycheck. Different kind of situation. Yeah, I'm not in the not in the Air Force anymore, man. Okay, that's what I figured you meant. When did you leave the Air Force? Mm, Twenty eighteen. Took a little bit of time off, bounced around, uh, worked for the company that makes the social media stuff because my parents named me after somebody special. And I happened to share the name as the, the guy that owns the, the thing. Sort of. Yeah, close enough, I guess. You poor motherfucker. Not really that poor anymore, though. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. So, got anything else for us that would help? Mm, for this? I don't think so. Got anything else for us that would help? Uh, yeah, I found these. One of the guys brought them back after a mission. They're hilarious. Reaches underneath, pulls out a brown box, and uh, hands over a magazine. So these are things are haram. They're not allowed here. We had to confiscate them. I'm sure there's more, though. I'll pick one up, take a look. It's a penthouse magazine with women with fish heads. Blink. Blink. God damn it, I'm on mission and can't have any mouthwash. Look, Fuckerberg. No, no, it's just Zucker. Okay, Zucker, do yourself a favor. Yeah? Burn this shit. It's not that bad. Remember how I said I couldn't tell you or I'd have to kill you? Oh, okay. I'm not going to kill you if you don't, but trust me, you want to burn these. Okay, well, I only got two of them. Sheer morbid curiosity makes me look at the dates on them. April of 1972 and November of 1979. All right. Well, uh, I've got some work to do with with this stuff. I really appreciate you passing this information along, Zucker. And yeah, I might, might come back and bug you some more later, depending on what I find. All right. I'll be here. In your evil scientist lair? 
<laughs> and he kind of leans back. I notice you're not denying it. Why would I deny something so ominous? Fair enough. All right. Well, Rooster, let's uh, let's head back upstairs. Yep. Step outside. Close the door behind us. Wait for the click. And then just look up at Rooster. Fucking fish fuckers. Fucking fish fuckers. In the desert. It's not like it's the first time we've run across this stuff in the desert. I fucking hate sand. Let's okay, Anakin. go. Yeah, I know. Let's <laughs> go check on the other two. Uh, fair warning. I say as we start to walk away. Uh, River was, River was acting a bit weird. Weird how? Weird like didn't seem to recognize that I was walking out the door, like staring deeply into the eyes of his beloved notebook. Fuck. Yeah. So let's fair let's warning. go. No, let's go now. All right. River, you walk back into the other room and Rory is looking at his laptop and you take a drink of your water. Are you going to keep going with the translations now that you've taken a break? I think I'm going to read through what I already translated again. So it's almost as though that you're reading through it the first time. Ellis talks a lot about the dissolution of his marriage and the fact that he's never going to see his son and that even though that he's trying to forget about things, no matter how much he drinks, he still wakes up. And sometimes he's sad that he still wakes up. He talks about that he learned about Kali Gotti, and he wants to see it for himself. He's not able to bring himself to put anyone else at risk, so he's got to go alone. One of his first entries, as you're going through, he was researching something about the British occupation of Afghanistan a long time ago. And there was a rumored place where the sun never touched the ground, but yet grew verdant green plants. And it was called the Black Valley or the Kali Gati. Does that look like the first place he heard of it? I'm trying to figure out who he learned about this from or how he learned about it. It doesn't say in these notes. And you go through and, and work out translating some of the rest to kind of fill in the blanks. And his last note that you could read legibly is, I think I know where it's at. I'm gone. And there's no indication of how he learned that or where, where it is. Right. Well, this is almost entirely useless. Well, it gives you an insight into his state of mind. The more I learn about this river, the more I'm just confused. Oh, what did what do you got? I'll fill River in on what I learned from Booker, including just the broken bones and that on the X-rays it looked like there was holes or it could be could have been from tumors, but it's making a pattern. Looks like it could have been something making a pattern. I'm not sure. What sort of pattern? Pull my laptop over and show him. It looks kind of Vaguely reminds me of those those deer bones. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, but we, we couldn't really make those out very well, could we? Right, but it's the same thing. Yeah, probably from the same place. The shimming exposure is my leading guess, but I don't know. How much protective gear do we have? 
I'm going to say that I did not bring my hazmat suit because it's too bulky to fit on the plane. Face mask and gloves, of course. We can check with the locals. They might have chemical protection suits. Rowan and Rooster, you are heading back to the room? Yes. At speed, Rowan probably having to take one and a half steps to keep up with Rooster's longer stride. Because Rooster is going, fuck, we left River alone with a book again. You hear people talking inside. Rowan, you reach for your badge to get in. You realize you handed over your key card to Agent Rory. I'll tap on the door with a knuckle. River's probably closer. Yeah, I'll go. Is there a people? You look outside the little people and you see it's your people. (laughs) (laughs) I'll open the door. Rooster just rushes in. Okay, where's the book, and can you actually talk? It's over there, and yes. Okay, I... Look at me, look at me. How many fingers am I holding up? He's not talking. One. I'm... Rooster. He's fine. Okay, fine, I won't slap him. Yes, no, please don't. Right, uh, let's do a quick confab before I lose myself into the hard drive. Rory, what did you find out at the medical place? And River, any uh, any useful information out of your deep and loving embrace with that notebook? Yeah, not a whole lot. He guy was messed up in the head and uh, probably went out hoping not to come back. I will recap everything I learned. I will mention at the end of what I talked about that it looks like something was causing the holes... Could have been something moving through it, like a worm or something, as much as that curses me out just thinking about it. Oh, that's disgusting. I hate it. But yeah, there we are. My leading guess is exposure at that site. So if we do end up going there, it's going to be fucking dangerous. It's on the doors. Thunder strikes outside and shakes the building. You hear the sound of rain not just simply starting, but it's as though the heavens opened up buckets and is pouring rain upon the base. You glance out the window, visibility has gone from really clear to maybe 15 feet as sheets of rain pour from the sky. Wow. Okay, who said what? It's worse than the Bay Area. Wait five minutes and the weather will change. Thought this was a desert. It does rain in the desert. Usually like this. Ah, man, this is gonna... What time is it now? It's still Sunday, right? Yes, it's late afternoon. Uh, Well, this makes it so we're not gonna get much to outside, are we? I wonder if they've got a weather, weather broadcast here. That'd be nice. Look around, are there any radios? I mean, you're on a laptop. Yeah, but I don't think Weather Underground co- covers the Afghanistan. I'll pull up local weather on my laptop. You see that there is a large radar, like a, a weather radar, and this region is currently covered by a uh, pretty large storm cell. Wasn't here about five to ten minutes ago. I was going to say, it doesn't look like we saw any signs of this. This is kind of freaky. Use the playback feature. Oh yeah, I'll rewind. How far back does it go? Let me go on the map. All afternoon, all morning. And nothing until just now. Tiny little bits growing over the mountains and then it just hits. Based on, sorry. I was going to say, give me a science roll. What were you going to say, Ben? 
Based on the time I spent here, does this seem normal at all? There is a monsoon season. Monsoon thunderstorms come in very quickly. What did you get on the science roll there? Let's see. I got a 19. My environmental science is 40. 43 out of 63 biology. I got a 93 out of 2 on general science. I don't have anything in science, so I can't roll that. All right. So, uh, Rory, you think this might be a, uh, a monsoon. River, as you're looking at the radar and you're looking at all the other measurements, like the barometric pressure dropping and all of those changes, yes, this is classic monsoon. This is particularly violent. This is a microburst that seems to be going on for an extended period of time. But it's raining cats and dogs. Not literally cats and dogs and not dropping frogs from the sky. Does it look like it's going to keep going for a while? You look back... Basically, you've commandeered Rory's laptop and their local weather site, and you see the previous history. Lately, it goes for a few hours. Did anybody bring an umbrella? To the desert? Well, normally I would say uh, time to curl up with a bad action flick and booze, but Elaine is not here, and Sherlock, you're not my type. Thank you. Am I your type? I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislavski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 4 is based on the scenario Kali Gotti, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedeville, Sherrick Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blartimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, DB, and the entity some have called George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you could reach out to Agent Harker through our contact form on this site. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Our intro and outro music this season is Three Ravens by Ed Randazzo and Brett Alexander. You can find more amazing music by them at www.edrandazzomusic.com and www.brettalexanderonline.com. Join us next week when reality melts around the pressures from beyond and entities with unspeakable names and burrowing thoughts dream at us. 
They wait for that moment to devour our puny, insignificant lives and replace us with drones and clones to control the rest of humanity. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night Just look in their eyes, oh don't put up a fight They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel Beware of the ravens or you'll be their next meal